Welcome to the Kingless Generation, a podcast on the deep history of class struggle, paleo parapolitics, and the demonology of capital. I'm your host, Fergal Schmudlock. So, how often is it that you get to learn about a whole new mode of production? I've really, my brain is, uh, synapses are firing uh, real fast. This is such a, a new topic, and for me, and, and yet uh, unexpectedly relevant, I think, to our current moment. For this premium episode, I think I'd like to just do a quick intro to my second conversation with Lai Hall. And uh, he took uh, time out. I'm very, very thankful again to Lai Hall for taking time out right around Indigenous Peoples Day and right around, right in uh, powwow season right now. He's actually going all around all different places doing his dances, uh, going to feasts, right? And these, uh, these communities, right, as we discussed, uh, the possibility here of Paleo-Leninism. If one of the, well, according to Engels, right, uh, origins of the family, private property, and the state, and, and this is largely true, some of the, the data needs to be updated with uh, newer data, and we, um, that's a big part of what this podcast is all about, right? Uh, but we can tell, we know that one of the earliest things, the army, the police, armed bands, bands of armed men with prisons and weapons at their disposal is the one of the first we- weapons of the state, which is actually exists because there is an irreconcilable class contradiction. This is spelled out more clearly by Lenin in State and Revolution. And it's been proved oh so clearly by recent events in America, like the mass shooting in Uvalde, where the police didn't go in. Uh, and of course, there is a Supreme Court ruling that says that the police do not have any, du- any duty to protect you. That's not what they're there for. They're to protect the property of the ruling class and to protect the privileges of the ruling class against the workers, against the working class, and against uh, racialized people, dispossessed people, right? And the ruling, the, the, I have posted this thread on the Discord, right? The ruling that established that Scalia was particularly interested not only to say they don't have a duty to protect you, they have a, a right to commit any crime, the police can actively commit any crime in the course of doing their duty. And it's just procedural. They just have to do their duty. Okay. So it's, yeah, very clearly being telegraphed to us right now. You know, so. Uh, but what we've just learned, okay, we just learned that bands of armed men are not the earliest thing. The bands of armed men come later under the chief. Who comes before the chief? The secret society. The secret society is the kernel of the ruling class, which is what lies behind the state. And the state is just simply that class contradiction as it is alienated from itself and it comes to stand above society artificially, pretending to be, you know, everybody's government. Of course, we know that's not the case. And we can see in the archaeological and the anthropological data, um, to, to the extent that it is true and good, right, and objective, we can see that everywhere... Uh, in all class societies, this is what's really happening. This is what's really happening. But the first thing that the, the ruling class does, actually, when they're just secret societies, is not uh, have police. 
They have dance societies, feasting societies. What should that tell us? Uh, if Leninism is about, you know, they have an army, we need a people's army. They have their bourgeois political parties, we need a people's workers' party. And, you know, maybe the party as, a, as a, an organ of um, conspiratia is the Russian term in uh, what is to be done, right? By the way, oh, I should, I should plug uh, as well. I'm going to start a new project. I think I'm going to call it The Craft uh, after this, these various terms for the trade craft of starting the Revolutionary Party, which we find in Lenin's What is to be Done, which is available in a really refined and, and uh, carefully done new translation by just the greatest uh, expert around on, on Lenin, obviously, uh, Lars T. Lee, which his Lenin Rediscovered, What is to be Done in Context, you can find that in audiobook form on uh, Cosmopod, the podcast of Cosmonaut Magazine. And I highly recommend that, but they didn't do the classic itself, you know? So I'm going to do that. That's going to be another feed, though. I'm going to make it totally free. And we should also be... I will be thinking of this when I do that, just so you know. I'm not going to in interpose any of my own, really, commentary to that. It's just going to be an audiobook so that everyone can have access to that great new translation. But I'm going to be thinking about this because, okay, here's my little thesis. I'm going to go into it in more detail after my conversation with Lai Hall. And if you are listening to this in the preview, you too can become a member of the Kingless Generation if you go to patreon.com slash irregnata. That is unruled in Latin, feminine, singular. And you get access to the Discord server, which um, I'm always blasting in all kinds of stuff that I see on all different topics, right? Uh, things related to all these different, uh, all different phases of our 5,000-year world system, the big tidal wave of class struggle that we continue to ride and somehow survive. And you also get then a premium episode. Uh, I tend to do one free episode and one premium episode per month. Thank you so much to all subscribers. I know I didn't quite get anything out in the month of June at all. And so I'll be uh, cranking out, as you can see, I'm cranking out a couple uh, right away here. But I'm sorry for the hiatus, you know. I just, I've got a lot of stuff to do, as you, you know how it goes. But, uh, yeah, if you can, you know, we, we have a low, low price, uh, just the, the lowest that it could really be, and still have the, the best uh, rate at Patreon. You know, this prevents Patreon from taking uh, a larger percentage of your money. But my a big thesis here, okay? Um, ready? Uh, the TED Talk voices and the Davos thinkfluencers out there that are talking about our new system, right? They talk about, what do they talk about? Transhumanism, 2030. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You can rent everything that you need and it'll be delivered by drone. You're going to have, it, we, we're seeing the internet kind of tightening around everyone. People talk about, there's 5G, right? Sort of tracking, putting trackers on just about everything and then you can then marketize it you can then um financialize every little bit of growth everywhere every every tree every bug that is in in the forest can you know be be financialized just the ultimate de desecration you know especially when i think about some of the some of the spiritual practices that actually we're gonna i'm gonna talk about in more detail in this episode right 
um, to be really just the opposite of that. But uh, everything that's coming, transhumanism they talk about, uh, which often seems to connect to things like uh, putting measurements on people's, you can put a chip in people's blood to measure whether or not they took their medicine, right? And there's the famous, uh, infamous video clip of a Davos guy going, imagine the compliance, and there was another Davos guy talking about, we can edit your genes on the fly. We can edit your genes to, to make you allergic to meat. And then you can be a hero. You can, avoid, you can solve the climate crisis by eating less meat. You, not, not me, not me, you. <laughs> so, um, you know, the transhumanism, a lot of what it seems to mean is like this weird new kind of um, use of uh, biotech and surveillance and everything for a, a new kind of really deep class society, which is predicated on the reintroduction and the actual artificial technological creation of very deep biological class caste structures. You know, we can actually make manufacture underclasses that are handicapped deliberately in some way. And also basically just marketizing all kinds of different aspects of your body, you know, and it kind of looks like the the thing of like, you know, you have to keep on buying booster shots in order to continue to have a right to go outside your house um, is not going to be fully implemented. I think whatever, if they were meaning to do that, they've stepped back from that. Uh, but there's all kinds of different ways to marketize, you know, marketize your right to have fertility, I think is a huge one. There's all kinds of suggestions that, you know, something the Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation dances around is sort of like chips that could turn off your reproductive capacity and you only get a right to reproduce at certain times and the authorities can turn it on and turn it off, this sort of thing. So dispossession, not only of land, now dispossession of your body's normal functions through biotech, right? That's where it seems to be driving toward. Uh, but I've often gotten the sense, as, as I sort of said uh, in my conversation with Khalid as well, that like that it actually seems to be moving in this direction. So like capitalism isn't working, right? Everybody fucking knows that. And all sort of marketization, all sort of, you know, uh, you just didn't make enough money. I'm sorry. That's why you're on the bottom. You know, if you want more, if you want to get to the top, you got to get up and have the grind set, get in the right grind set and, uh, you'll get the money. And then you, you, you know, everyone is, even the poorest person in America is only a temporarily embarrassed billionaire and class rule, just bare class rule. Like you are born at the bottom. I am born at the top. It's occulted. It's hidden in this way. All of that stuff, right? You just got to grind and you make... Well, even that is not going to cut it, right? Um, capitalism is failing to feed humanity. It is failing to feed us. We are not going to have enough food, like, very soon. I mean, even, like, no one's going to have enough food very soon. Lots of people didn't have enough food all along. But, uh, yeah, so there's going to be no... Um, labor aristocracy there's going to be no room for any of that kind of thing you know deliberately deliberately i think um that immediately the logic becomes depopulation once you really have control once you win the cold war especially depopulation becomes the name of the game really and then uh you know the few people that'll be left it's going to be service economy whatever kind of thing maybe you know whatever you, you have all these speculations right um here's what i want to say that's not techno feudalism people say it's techno feudalism it's not feudalism it's not feudalism. Well, maybe there's something to be said for sort of like rent, you know, land rent 
is what feudalism is based on and when you have when you have f- close to fully automated means of production you just have to push the button to get everything you need so therefore uh, the only way to enforce unequal access to those means of production is through feudalism right uh, land rent right it's like i own the land you have to pay me rent on it i own the fully automated means of production you have to pay me rent on that you are a techno peasant right and everything you need will be delivered by drone etc but isn't actually everything that we've seen all the counterinsurgency technologies aren't they actually pushing more in the direction of getting rid of peasants Everything from microloans that suck people off the countryside in India and Africa and proletarianize them, put them in the cities, you know, all, the ones that don't commit suicide in, en masse. I would argue that, in fact, the really dangerous thing is actually peasants. A peasant is someone who has direct access to the land and who lives on the land and is not dispossessed of the land. A techno-peasant, maybe they would have hydroponic kind of shelf uh, farm where they can grow all the food that they need in a, sh- a little compact space for, in an automated way. If those were distributed all around the world, you would create this peasant class that would be just impossible to dominate, right? Might be even more of a revolutionary subject than an industrial proletariat. So I think they're not trying to create that. They're not going to do that. What we're driving for toward is much more similar in some ways to these complex hunter-gatherer societies, to these trans-egalitarian societies. So how about this? This is actually techno-trans-egalitarianism that's coming. And they've read this literature. I think they've read this anthropology, okay? And you can call it a projection if you want. You know, I mean, as we say, like, if anything, the, the level of class struggle that you see in like a potlatch society is just light years less uh, murderous than anything we have today, right? Just, I mean, all as, 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 long, as soon as you just drop the colonial kind of terror of, you know, the, the savage or whatever, you know, as soon as you drop that, like you realize this is much, much less uh, escalated uh, class struggle, right? Even in a case where you could get the occasional human sacrifice, you know, I'm going to say that uh, because we get human sacrifices one, you know, how many a second, right now and that's happening you know and it's justified like oh they didn't make it they didn't have enough money they didn't you know couldn't pay their medical bills they couldn't whatever right no no much much more much worse much worse okay and you know in my in my more yoded moments i can totally imagine some ruling class sickos sitting there and feeling the the mana the sucking all the evil power out of out of that in some way perhaps uh but yeah techno trans-egalitarianism and isn't that where the term transhumanism comes from somebody rebranded trans-egalitarian and they took transhumanism and another reason why i'm pretty sure they've read this literature is that all of these different yoded kind of ops that we know more and more about these days gladio you know mk ultra whatever kind of level of of uh nutty you you are on on each of these issues you can recognize similarities to the techniques used by these proto-ruling class secret societies in some of the worst sort of cases, the most class struggle cases. You know, some of these California societies, somebody who uh, criticizes the secret society ends up getting killed by a wolf. Oh, he got killed by the wolf spirit. And some of these more exploitative uh, shamans, right, they might stage attacks by 
spirits on the entire community. What is that? That's a paleo gladio. So I'm just going to say if you want to hear more, uh, it'll be after the jump, after the, my second conversation with Lai Hall, in which we continue to get into this stuff by Brian Hayden about the power of ritual in prehistory. This has been a preview of a premium episode of the Kingless Generation podcast, an independent podcast uh, which you can support for the low, low price of three thirty-three a month down at uh, patreon.com slash irregnata. That's unruled in Latin, feminine, singular. And you get the premium episodes. That's half of my output. And then you get access to the Discord server where we discuss all these things further. I put up uh, a lot of the materials that my episodes are based on. So um, join us on there. I can't wait to see you there.